market optimism is growing with the latest USDA reports and narrowing cattle supplies, although static cash-fed cattle prices continue contra-seasonally strong. Coming up on your weekly calf news price point, presented by Cattle Currents Wes Ishmore. Welcome to your weekly Calf News Price Point for July 27th, sponsored by Calf News. I'm Wes Ishmael. Tighter cattle supplies, combined with continued strong beef demand, leads to expectations for modestly higher prices for the remainder of this year and beyond, says Daryl Peel, Extension Livestock Marketing Specialist at Oklahoma State University, in his weekly market comments that came out Monday. He explains fourth quarter prices for calves feeder cattle and fed cattle are currently projected to average 8 to 12 percent more year over year. However, he adds profitability will be tempered by higher input costs, including sharply higher prices for feed grains and supplements. Last Friday's monthly cattle on feed and semi-annual cattle reports confirmed and quantified the widely expected decline in cattle numbers. For instance, the cattle report pegged the July 1st beef cow inventory at 31.4 million, which was 650,000 head fewer, or 2.03% less than the same time a year earlier. Beef heifers retained for replacement of 4.3 million head were 100,000 head fewer, or 2.27% less than the previous year. As well, the calculated number of calves outside feedlots July 1st of 36.1 million head with 600,000 head fewer or 1.63% less than the same time last year. While it's not clear that drought has contributed significantly to cattle liquidation thus far, the potential is high for additional herd liquidation the remainder of the year, Peel says. As for the cattle on feed report, June feedlot placements for feedlots with a thousand head or more capacity was 7.1% less than last year at 1.67 million head. June marketings of 2.02 million head was 2.7% more than a year earlier, and total cattle on feed July 1st of 11.29 million head was 1.3% less. It appears that the feedlot industry has finally moved past the cyclical bulge of cattle numbers and should be operating with declining numbers going forward, Peel says. Adding, the overall message of these two reports is that declining cattle numbers are improving cattle market conditions, both for the remainder of this year, into 2022, and beyond. As mentioned at the outset, this week's price point comes to you courtesy of CAF News. Since 1964, CAF News has provided in-depth coverage of industry events and issues, along with market insight, management advice, and a celebration of cattle business people. Be sure to check out the latest issue at calfnews.net. It includes everything from a look at consumer beef perceptions to a look at the Innovative Beef Marketing Group as well as a dive into Greedily Hatworks. Cash calf and feeder cattle traded uneven last week from a dollar lower to three dollars a hundred weight higher according to the Agricultural Marketing Service. Based on regional data, prices were higher in the North Central, a touch lower in the South Central, 
and mainly steady to hire in the southeast. AMS reporters say there's only moderate demand, at best, for calves weaned less than 45 days and without a vaccination program. Feeder cattle futures closed an average of $4.86 higher week to week on Monday, from $4.10 to $5.77 higher. The CME feeder cattle index was $3.12 higher week to week on Friday at $153.85. Support included expectations of the aforementioned reports catching up to recent futures optimism, as well as stable to softer corn futures. Those corn futures closed an average of 5.5 cents lower through the new crop contracts week to week on Monday. According to Andrew P. Griffith, agricultural economist at the University of Tennessee, in his weekly market comments, the feeder cattle market is moving into a time period in which prices are seasonally strong. Producers will be looking to market yearling cattle to feedlots over the next couple of months in order to capitalize on the seasonal price pattern. He adds that feedlots will be willing buyers as long as deferred live cattle futures prices remain elevated and feed prices remain in check. However, he cautions it's critical for producers to understand the current market and what is being incentivized. Currently, Griffith says, demand is stronger for heavier cattle to place than light ones because of the higher feed costs. In his market comments last week, Peel explained, feeder cattle markets respond to increased feed costs by reducing the price premium of lightweight feeders. This represents a reduction in the price rollback or price slide for feeder cattle as weight increases, Peel says. He explains the result is to increase the value of gain for stocker production and thereby encourage cattle to achieve more weight prior to placement in the feedlot. More emphasis on stocker production also slows down the movement of cattle into the feedlot and reduces feed demand by spreading out feeder cattle over more time. Negotiated cash fed cattle prices ended up lower last week, a dollar lower in the Southern Plains on a live basis at $119.00 weight, steady to $5.00 lower in Nebraska at $120 to $123, and $1 to $5.00 lower in the Western Corn Belt at $120 to $124.00. Dress trade was $1 to $7.00 lower in Nebraska at $195, and steady to $1.00 lower in the Western Corn Belt at $195 to $202.00. Also last week, the five area direct average fed steer price was $120.77 a hundredweight on a live basis, which was $2.05 less than the previous week. The average steer price in the beef was $196.78, which was $1.02 less. The finished cattle market is maintaining its contra-seasonal price strength as prices are trading in the range where they spent most of the spring, Griffith says pointing out cattle entering the feedlot the next several weeks will likely come off feed in January or early February. With the February live cattle contract on Friday near $137 and about $16 more than the current market, Griffith explains, the live cattle futures contracts are pushing feeder cattle prices higher as feedlots compete for summer yearlings. He adds that these prices may or may not be realized, but action is warranted to lock in profits. Estimated total cattle slaughter last week was 652,000 head, which was 1,000 head fewer than the previous week. Year-to-date estimated total cattle slaughter of 18.6 million head is 820,000 head more 
or 4.61% more than the same period last year. Live cattle futures closed an average of $2.09 higher week to week on Monday, from $1.20 higher at the back to $4.10 higher toward the front. Wholesale beef prices are showing signs of turning the corner toward increased Labor Day demand. Choice box beef cutout value is $1.44 higher week to week on Monday at $267.93 a hundred weight. Select was $1.43 higher at $250.92. Also worth noting, steer byproduct value was $0.91 higher week to week on Monday at $14.04 a hundred weight. The last time it was that high was in April of 2015. It started this year right at $9. Both domestic and international U.S. beef demand continue to provide support. As mentioned in a daily cattle current last week, the latest USDA cold storage report pegged frozen beef supplies at the end of June 4% less month to month and 7% less year over year. According to Griffith, beef volume in cold storage typically declines through the first half of the year and then begins to increase the second half of the year, primarily due to supply and demand factors. While the trend likely remains intact this year, he says the rate of increase will likely be less than normal due to demand and strong wholesale beef prices. And that's your July 27th Calf News Price Point with Wes Ishmael. Thanks for listening.